1: Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Good morning, I'm Jim Irizarry. Here's Ian. In the air, center field. Friedel back, back some more. He'll turn to look. It's out of here. And hop, unloads. Oh baby, on its way out of here. Audio from Marquee Sports Network. Ian Happ homered twice and the Chicago Cubs easily overcame an early deficit to beat the Cincinnati Reds 16-6. Christopher Morrell, Dansby Swanson, and Seiya Suzuki also went deep to help push the Cubs within three games of the NL Central lead and just two games back in the wildcard race. Dane Dunning had a career-high 11 strikeouts. Corey Seager hit a two-run homer in his first at-bat coming off the injured list, and the Texas Rangers maintained their slim lead in the AL West with an 11-1 win over the Chicago White Sox. Zach Short tied a career-high with three RBIs, powering the Tigers through a split of a two-game series against the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 6-3 victory last night. Wisconsin let the winning run get to the plate in the bottom of the ninth, but was able to lock it down and hold on for the 4-2 win over the South Bend Cubs at Four Winds field last night. the series continues tonight with coverage beginning at 645 here on sports radio 960 WSbt New York Yankees right-hander Domingo Herman has voluntarily entered inpatient treatment for alcohol abuse Herman was placed on the restricted list while he undergoes treatment according to the Yankees GM Brian Cashman says Herman won't pitch again this season since arriving in the majors six years ago. Herman has had trouble on and off the field. He served a 10-game suspension in May after getting ejected from a game in Toronto for using an illegal sticky substance on the mound. He was also banned 81 games by Major League Baseball earlier in his career over an alleged domestic violence incident. He's also been brilliant at times for the Yankees, the highlight being the 11 nothing victory over the A's when he pitched the Major's first perfect game since 2012. Notre Dame grad student place kicker Spencer Schrader has been named to the 2023 Lou Groza award watch list. He's one of 30 kickers from around the country on the list for the award, which is presented annually to the top place kicker in college football. Schrader transferred to Notre Dame as a grad student for this season after a prolific kicking career at South Florida. If you watch a Notre Dame football home game this season, it's going to sound a lot like it did last year. NBC announced yesterday that Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett will be in the booth at Notre Dame Stadium for the second straight year. Collinsworth is the play-by-play man. Garrett is the analyst. They'll be joined by sideline reporter Zora Stevenson, who works on Milwaukee Bucks broadcasts. If that's not your cup of tea, mute the TV and turn on our call of the game. Our coverage of the game against Navy on August 26th starts at 9 a.m. Here on your home for Notre Dame football, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. The first NFL preseason game is tonight. The New York Jets take on Cleveland in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. Kickoff is at 8 p.m. on NBC. The Big Ten's exploration of potential expansion, which the league generally acknowledged yesterday, underscores the fragility of the overall collegiate landscape and casts a pall over the future of the Pac-12. In the wake of a Yahoo Sports report yesterday that the Big Ten has begun exploratory discussions about potential additions, the Big Ten said in a statement, It's also the commissioner's job to keep conference chancellors and presidents informed about new developments as they occur. That statement hints at the instability in the Pac-12, which lost Colorado to the Big 12 last week. The league was presented a primarily Apple streaming deal Tuesday that was met with tepid reactions because of issues with exposure and guaranteed money. That leaves nine schools pondering their options, along with an uncertainty around the Pac-12 that prompted the Big Ten to begin formal due diligence. Sources say the Big Ten's discussions are centered on Washington and Oregon. Florida State President Richard McCullough told his board of trustees during a meeting yesterday that the university would have to very seriously consider leaving the ACC unless there's a radical change to the conference's revenue distribution model. McCullough addressed the board to give an update on where Florida State stands after a year spent exploring options about what the future holds in the wake of conference realignment and big-money TV contracts in the Big Ten and SEC. The moves are in line to put ACC schools $30 million behind per year from a TV revenue distribution standpoint. The ACC recently changed its revenue distribution model to reward success on the field in football and basketball, but Florida State has also pushed for changing the model to reward programs that generate higher TV revenue and marketability, areas where FSU believes it has an advantage. According to a regulatory filing, WWE Executive Chairman Vince McMahon was served a subpoena by federal agents last month along with a search warrant. In the filing with the SEC, the WWE says no charges have been brought against McMahon, though government investigations are ongoing. The hits keep on coming for Northwestern University. Former offensive lineman Ramon Diaz, who played with the Wildcats from 2005 through 2008, has announced his intention to file a lawsuit against the school, alleging racial mistreatment and hazing. Diaz claimed that members of the team mocked his Mexican heritage, and at one point he sat in a chair while the words Cinco de Mayo were shaved into the hair on his head. He also alleges that offensive line coach Brett Engels repeatedly insulted his family's cultural heritage, while tight ends coach Adam Cushing oftentimes joined in the laughter. Then, there was the car wash. The car wash is where, allegedly, naked players were forced to rub against other naked players while entering the shower. Other former players have shared details about the car wash after coming forward with their own hazing experiences. In 2007, Diaz says he attempted suicide through painkillers due to the racism and bigotry he experienced. In a statement, Engels called Diaz's allegations baseless. Partly to mostly sunny skies today, we're going to warm up around 85 later this afternoon. I'm WSBT 22 cheap meteorologist Carrie Pujol.